Come inside. Come inside. Let, Let me show, show you your future. future. Oh, I love what you've done with the place. It's very dark, though. I can see my crystal ball. Beautiful people, rhythm and movement and reaches beyond your wildest dreams. Oh, mystical. Julia, thank you so much for making me the happiest man in the uh, world. No, wait, 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 wait. James, is that you? Oh, no, sorry. That's Brian Redmond's future. Ah, here. Start the podcast, will you? I'm James Patrice. We're on a trip down memory lane this week and coming up in the podcast, do you know what? We're getting a bit deep with our celebs. For me personally, it's a year that changed my life and where my whole world was completely rocked. I feel like people have been making me feel guilty for who my dad is for so long. Mm. I'm so proud of my dad. And she says, you don't know that you've saved my life. To be honest, like, because I was extremely upset last week. Yeah. I was, re- like, I was kind of in pieces and I... I I didn't really know how to what I was doing and I said I don't want to talk about it now and I kind of told the producer look oh, I'm not ready Yes, we're speaking to all nine of our celebs in just a little bit and I'll be honest with you guys and gals, it gets a bit emotional. But first, as always, we're keeping you fully up to speed backstage at the weekend's show and now we're all about the style of the podcast. We love a bit of fashion, so we do, particularly how Jennifer Zamparelli is turned out each week. Fiona Fagan is the brand new stylist working in the show this year and she's giving us an exclusive peek at how she works. Fiona, when you're picking the looks for Jen and for everyone, right. where do you begin? Do you do mood boards? Do you sit down with Jen and the guys and chat about it? Well, I kind of, like, always when I start, I like to get to know someone's personality first because mm. I always think you you want to exude that or you want to make that, like, yes. make that kind of, like, better. Like, as in, like, the creativity of, like, what someone wears. And so it's, it's a collaboration it as opposed is. to you going, here, wear and that. Because you, you can't just suddenly go, I want you to wear that. You don't yeah. know what they're like. You don't know what their personality is like. And I always think your personality is, like, a reflection on, like, you know, your, yeah. what you wear, and I suppose feel. in terms of you, you want to create a good relationship with the person yes, so you don't want to go in guns blazing and like Jen is so like, so she's super cool she's super edgy so like she's really easy but yeah. also like with me as well I kind of wanted to come back here and kind of do something a bit different bring in brands that Ireland doesn't really know mm-hmm. just the stuff that I really think is cool like Della Valley or like Needle and Thread or you know other other things that I know from London like I wanted to put my stamp on it that yeah, way and not just own. keep putting her in an ASOS dress every yeah, week yeah. no understand you have to be really um it's cost effective as well, isn't yeah. it? So they yeah. have to because yeah. so like actually you've you budgets that you have to yeah, stick to, don't exactly, you? Exactly. So and they wouldn't to, be yeah. as salubrious as we might imagine. No, no. 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 So you've got to stick to your budgets and you've got to make sure. So like I wanted to use my contacts to try, kind of bring a little bit more of something different this year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Which is which is and really good. Speaking of uh, something different, we are on the sustainability bus. We are, and it's amazing. Which I'm loving the sound. I know, so isn't it great, James? Jen wore a dress last year. Was it for Eurovision week, I think? Um, yes, I think it was. And yeah. um, Clem put her in, I think it was a Solace London. We've used Solace yes. London already. And she came to me and she said, well, I've just done this radio show on sustainability. Um, Fee, I think it's a great thing. If we d-, And I was like, brilliant. And it's a cool, because it. I remember last year, I was like, it, it was like she was Ariana Grande. Yes, with those big on a spaceship or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we used that dress because it's a fab dress, and um, we just reworked it. We wow. just like yeah, and it's a really good message and a really good like totally. you know, it's like. And so, so Louise is your assistant, uh, assistant and but she's, she's also kind of a costume designer she's a costume as well. Designer. Yeah, she works on film. So, she, so you sat down with Jen and said, right, how will we change this? And then 
Louise, Louise has, has she stopped sewing this week? No, she's, no. she's blessed her. She <laughs> hasn't stopped. She's so good. She went wow. off, she bought loads of fabric and she got really excited. So I felt really good about giving her a little project. But so I she, think like, she, she did loads of like drawings for me about design. She cut the whole thing off. She made it one shoulder and she got that, that allowed her it to be creative. It looks so cool. I know. But I mean, it is a great message, I think, to people it at is. home. Because we can reuse stuff in our wardrobe. Totally. We can change it up. We can go to a seamstress, say, I want to cut that arm off. I want to do this. Yeah. I want to do whatever. And you You've got a different dress because we are using the exact same dress that you wore last year in a different way and it looks brilliant and everyone's delighted with it and I'm I'm a big fan of the fringe love the did fringe did Jennifer get a fringe back or is this mm, have we cheated we were a little cheated tonight okay. but um, she's getting it back but we did a little test run okay okay so the test run is like a little fake because one. somehow either on the podcast or online each week I talk about Jennifer's fringe I love her fringe in a weird she way she is a fringe girl she she's is. a cool fringe girl okay she's, this is exciting she's, she's getting a cut she's getting a cut back in what? Like Podcast yes, exclusive. Yes, yes, yes. Jennifer's Ampere is getting the fringe back. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Still to come, a little light relief with Robert Wawinski on the Glitter Ball quiz, plus reaction to this week's elimination. But first of all, it's time for something we've never actually done before on the podcast. We've been taking a trip down memory lane, so I decided to invite all of our remaining celebs up to my dressing room to find out the stories behind their treasured memories. Ryan Andrews, most memorable year. This week, it's it's a bit of a different one. This week, it's it's I think an emotional one. Um, so it was 2008. Um, um, I was increasingly being more hunched over, mm. and my posture, and it it didn't I didn't it didn't necessarily look right yes. or kind of normal. Yes. So it was brought to my um, my parents' attention, and so then yeah, like crumbling. Had an X-ray on my back, and then kind of results came back, and it was scoliosis and Sherman's kyphosis. Wow. So scoliosis, a curvature mm-hmm. of the spine, which more people would a bit more common, a bit more yeah, common. Yeah. And then the Sherman's kyphosis is the the roundature of the yes. shoulders. That's kind of the of the so, basic. So term. And, and when you put the two together, because I actually podcast listeners have it as well yes which we've chatted about before right yeah so it's kyphoscoliosis yeah. because why would they give you kypho or scoliosis when they can give you the whole lot ah sure you know throw it all in me as well yeah. and it's actually funny like because i've never talked about this before you haven't um and, and wh- why haven't you spoken about it before ryan wow i i don't know how to talk mm. i don't know how to talk about this i don't know you don't talk about it i don't yeah. talk about it and yeah. it's n- there's not a problem no it's just because no. it was like it's something that i have gone through and i continue to go and through. you deal with this like one of the most frustrating things i i, mm. I myself growing up is stand up straight stand up straight um i am yeah like you can't but you want to break the discs on my back to push them out more yeah that must be very annoying ryan and also like even say with the tango so week two tango mm. that was one of the most frustrating weeks I mean, uh, like, I, 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 my heart went out yeah. to you because that it literally is the definition of frame. Yeah, and like, in fairness, great comments like, "Oh, your frame," like, but I couldn't actually go back. So with a tango, the frame is like, imagine you're pulling away from your partner. Mm. So it's like you, it's nearly like your back is going back. Where I, if you watch it back, I'm straight. Yeah, I don't go back because I couldn't. Okay, and even in week two. The sailor outfit, it was so tight, it was very fitting, but I was so self-conscious. Wow. And all I could think about was my right-hand side and my back, which sticks out a little bit more. No one knows, and no one noticed yeah, it, yeah. but just with me, I just felt, oh. Boy. So uh, has this week been therapeutic for you? It has. Like, I'm, like, I don't think it's that big of a deal. 
It I is. Don't, it's a big deal to you. But that's what. Yeah. yeah. So that's it's what all I'm relative. It's for me. Like I know people are going through a lot worse, but for me personally, like this is a huge deal talking about it. Ryan, it must feel like I suppose rewarding to think yeah. that you're going to tell your story and if you have young people or someone of any age yeah. at home watching you going oh I feel a bit restricted I feel a bit stilted mm. you, you're, you're showing them they can do anything yeah and to be honest like because I was extremely upset last week yeah. I was re- like I was kind of in pieces and I, I I didn't really know how to what I was doing and I said I don't want to talk about it now and I kind of told the producer look oh, I'm not ready because I don't want it to come across like it's a, a sob story or an no. excuse because I've never used that as an, never, an excuse. Never, But with this then, it's probably the most positive thing that's happened in regards to my back since yeah. I was diagnosed because everything else is ju- it's just a negative. Well, I, I mean, you're very much telling your truth but it's like you're... When anything like this happens in life, you have two choices. You yeah. can lie down and take it or you can take control. 100%. But you did. And I, you're doing that again this Like week. I said, get up, get out and go for it. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. So no matter what you have or what you're going through, it's how you react, it's how you adapt, and it's how you deal with it. Well, we are going to put that in a t-shirt. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Thanks, James. Thank you, Ryan. Next up, it's Sinead, Brian, and Mary. I've been a Eurovision fan since 1970 when Dana won. So I went for the audition to present in 1993. Mm. And um, I was told, as Brian would say, bye. Yes. yes. <laughs> Can we just get that, and Brian? Say, bye. 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 Oh, yes. So the same the next year, I went for the audition. And bye. Was bye. <laughs> but now, in 1995, I did get to present it. On your own? Yes. Mary didn't own. need a co-host. I, I <laughs> love that. Yeah. Yeah, so no. it's very telling though I think yes. of the person she is and the qualities and stuff yeah. well I loved doing it I must say it was very special and uh, Norway won that year mm. Secret Garden with that beautiful beautiful piece Nocturne but they did have an Irish connection because the violinist uh, Fanula Sherry and Rolf Loveland had written it and uh, she performed it I mean Mary it must be a great thing for you you've had this incredible career we all say it yeah of course oh, you are the queen of yeah, Irish broadcasting let's yeah. be honest Yeah, and you get to now do something in your your new chapter which <laughs> references the old one as well it must be a lovely connection for the two it brings it all back it was a very special time my children were small but even they had a sense of how big the Eurovision yeah, was yeah. And, you know they, they they just loved the whole the excitement my, my son who's now 33, made his communion the Saturday before. Oh, when we came out of the church, there were loads of photographers of there wanting to take photos. The glamour. I know. They the just, good old days. Amazing. Bring them back. Amazing. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was fab. Yeah. Sinead. Yes. When, when I heard, first of all, that Sinead O'Carroll was doing Dancing with the Stars, I died inside as a major yes. pop fan. Yeah. Sinead, I suppose it's all about important years. Mm. Say la vie. Yeah. That changed your life, didn't it? Yeah, no, it definitely did because actually we were on a development deal with a boy band and it was us. And then wow. Say la vie happened and then what happened was they the record company ran with us and then they shelved the boy band. Whoa. So if Say la vie didn't happen, you know, we wouldn't have Can I ask you know, who that boy band were? I mm. can't remember. I can't oh, remember. Oh, I love it. She doesn't even know their name. Oh, they yeah. Oh. They were that irrelevant oh. to me. Gone. <laughs> Disappeared without choice. Yeah, bye. Oh, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> 
the Mary version. I, I prefer the Mary version. Yeah. I want that no. as my text. Mary Candy should be Salon. Yeah. Salon. Definitely. Um, but like, I suppose, I mean, how did that ha- feel that year? Was it kind of, did it feel like it happened overnight? We didn't really think about it. We were just mm. really excited. We were really young. We were delighted. You know, uh, the fact that it was on the radio. We were doing Top of the Pops. Yes. But also like you're these. probably so eager, weren't you? So to eager. To do it and to yeah, have it because totally. it, was, it was so amazing. You're waiting for something yeah. to happen and then yeah. it comes. No, absolutely. Yeah, totally. And I mean, yeah. what was it like? going around to all these amazing TV shows, festivals. And actually, one of my favourite things is when you did the Brit Awards. Oh my I've God. I've said it to you before. The, I went to the Met Bar. We oh, did, we did I a, remember we, the Met Bar in Park Lane. <laughs> but we did a tribute to ABBA. They were getting a Lifetime oh, Achievement yeah. Award. Wow. So we were all in our ABBA gear. I bought the cassette tape. Thank ABBA you, for the music. I, I was did. the only person that said, I am not taking this outfit off. I was, I'm I leaving spent, it on. I had a wig sewn into my head. Oh. I, was like, I went to the Met Bar in my outfit. I was sweating. Love but it. I was You like, committed I'm, to the look. I did. I'm not about. getting out of this. And of course, speaking of dance, the, the dance routines, yes. you had the Arjig, you had the roller coaster moves yes, as well. Yes, and I remember, right. in terms of success, I remember they played Blame It on the Weatherman Blame. in an episode of Charmed. Oh. And Dawson's Creek. And Dawson's Creek. We're on the Dawson's Creek album. Yeah. Oh. I know. She's still cashing the checks. Absolutely. Dude, she still gets a few poppers. We, we get a few, yeah, around Christmas time. It's always really good. You get a little royalty check in the. Nice. 750 yeah. grand at the yeah. end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> Uh, Brian Dowling Yes This mm-hmm. is A particularly special Yes it, Night for it, you tonight Yeah it is And I, I've I, We all struggle But you know I feel like I feel like on Instagram All I keep My husband was like You need to stop saying You're struggling I'm like But I am Because every week We struggle <laughs> yeah. This week I've been so Emotional And anxious I'm Obviously the year I'm doing it to Is the year We sadly um, Lost my mum So 2018 I'm doing We are family um, I've probably you know taken on this show at my most vulnerable I've ever been in my whole entire life and if anyone that knows me knows that family to me and my friends are included in that that are family it's just so even when I talk about it my voice I might yeah, yeah. it's just so but important if to any, me anyone follows you even on Instagram and yeah. over the years on TV it's yeah like, they're everything to me. Well, they are because, like, I mean, when we were growing up, you know, we didn't go on holidays because my parents couldn't afford to because mm. there were so many kids. So we were best friends. And I can, we listened to our parents. We respected our parents, you know, that yeah. sort of thing. And so, like, now that my mom is, is no longer around and that she always wanted me to do the show, right. yeah. which is very strange. I and mean, then the year that I do, strange. she's not here. It's, yeah. Were you apprehensive about choosing that year? Do you know or? what I was? Because I kind of thought it would have been so easy for me, and this sounds arrogant, to go from, an, you know, a success I could have went from winning Big Brother you know Ultimate Big Brother mm-hmm. or you know doing something else but you've I've done just, it all you've yeah but all. I just kind of thought to myself for me personally it's a year that changed my life and where my whole world was completely rocked and it's something that I almost feel like I'm still in recovery yeah. every day I probably shouldn't be on the show <laughs> In my right mind, right. I should have said I mean, no. I mean, as you said, this show is is transforming everything. Yeah, in but your it's life, therapy. It? I'm actually is finding it. You're, it you're so happy that you're doing it. I'm happy that I'm doing it. And the thing is, as much as that, you know, you always say, "God, it's a really tricky week." I don't want to go because I want to do uh, switch up and switch up. So important yes. to me. And one of the reasons why I agreed to do the show was to do switch up and potentially dance with a guy. And that's all I. I do. And yeah, I, I don't like what I found very weirdly was the one week I needed. My voice is going to break me. The one week where I kind of needed something I'm doing something for my mom, so it's almost I feel like she's kind of pushing me on, you know what I mean because yeah. yeah. the next week's so important to yeah, me I know. so I feel that the one week where I felt like I, I need that extra push, push yeah. the fact that she's here it's quite yeah. a, you know it's a nice it's a nice thing Lottie Ryan most memorable year 2011
it is when your career began. Radio kind of just kept knocking on the door. I was really adamant that I wasn't getting involved because I just thought they'll never let me be myself. I'll always be be impaired and the shoes are too big to fill. And Mm. I just was, I just wasn't interested in having a life of comparison. And that's amazing because some people would almost jump on that chance. Like, right, I'll walk straight in here. But you wanted to do your own thing. I just wanted to be my own person Absolutely. and I had ideas of what kind of shows and what job I wanted for myself and what mm. I wanted to do with my career and I felt I needed I that's probably why I moved to New York for so long was because I just wanted to get away yeah um and I just by chance agreed to do something um very small on 2FM and really quickly it snowballed yeah and that was the year I kind of learned you really have to not care about other people's opinions and you really do have to just do what makes you happy what you're comfortable with and what makes you feel at home and I felt at home in the radio studio like some people they might get annoyed if if people are always like oh your dad your dad but do you you like it because it's I suppose people are remembering them all the time through you I think I spent years hating it Mm. if I'm being totally honest it's only only really when I came into my 30s I realised hang on a sec I feel like people have been making me feel guilty for who my dad is for so long. Mm. I'm so proud of my dad. Of course you Like, are. he was incredible at what he did. If I have an ounce of his talent inside me, I want to shade it from the rooftops. Mm. I'm not embarrassed by this. And I think I spent a long time not being embarrassed, but feeling like it was something Almost I had like to you, hide. Yeah, you, you couldn't mention it, you yeah. know, because people would say, Asha, she's only doing that exactly. now. Exactly. And, mm. you know, my husband is like third generation um, chipper family. Oh, and that it, is a favourite fact about you, Lottie, I have to yeah. say. I love it. (laughs) And like, it's something he is so, they're Italians and they're so incredibly proud of where they come from and their heritage and carrying that family lineage on. And I kind of think, why would I not be proud to do the same? Like, what's the difference? It's a chance for people to get to know us all a little bit better and see things that really matter to us and matter to us in a way that we can bring it out through dance. Next up in my dressing room, it's Aidan, Grania and Michael. I don't look at myself as a hero. I look at myself as a, as a boxer who went to the Olympic Games and I done well. I done very good. Um, I, I hate using the word nobody because I went over to nobody. And to me, everybody's a somebody. So with that, you know, and then I became a somebody because I went and won the Olympic Games and I don't like that. I just don't like that stigmatic about anybody. So it was one of those type of things. And you can't help it. It was like microwave fame because all of a sudden, overnight, I became famous. I became... Michael Crute, not just Michael Crute, the, the soldier, a boxer, Michael Crute, the Olympic champion. So it's nothing I could do about it. Um, and hair then. Yeah, so, yeah. So, but come here, you had to get rid of the hair for the dancing. That's true. Yeah. You become with aerodynamic, yeah. is it? It gets in your eyes, and I'm getting more Karen's uh, hair in my uh, eyes now than anything exactly, else, and true. dresses and everything else. So it's me, Granny can't see a thing with all the hair. There's Do too it. much, so I'm considering doing the same thing, Michael. To There's be honest, <laughs> I think it could really work. It could. And Granny, of course, your year is the year you won Miss Universe Ireland. You wouldn't be, as you said, the the most outwardly confident glamazon queen. Uh, No. Just kind of didn't fall into it but it, it was a bit unexpected for you. It was. It was unexpected and it was something that took a lot of work. You Mm. know, it wasn't like I just kind of went into it and then suddenly, you know, these opportunities came and it was so easy for me. Like it took, it took hard work and it took a lot for me to put myself out there 
Um, and I suppose confidence comes with those things. Mm. When you look back on a crown, you what was it like? I mean, <laughs> was it in Thailand? So Miss Universe was held in Thailand. So after I won Miss Universe Ireland, we flew out to Miss Universe. Um, in Bangkok but it was so exciting and I couldn't wait to to actually start the competition and yeah. meet all the other girls and kind of just see what it would really be like like was it going to be like Miss Congeniality yeah which it's and not what, oh, <laughs> damn it anyway Michael's particular it's, it's your favourite film isn't it oh absolutely yeah. that's a bit of Sandra Bullock yes yeah for me it was like I almost had no idea what I was getting into. Yeah. And then there was some girls, obviously, that, you know, this was their life. Come on, was there any, like, did you, were you cutting up swimsuits? Were you throwing oil <laughs> on the runway? Come on, <laughs> give us a bit of dirt. No, do you know what? There wasn't, I had heard stories from previous pageants of, like, girls putting um, chilli powder in, on, on other girls' contact lenses. What? Before she was, she didn't know about it before, before she went down to her eyes. Would that stream. blind you? I mean, that would be, like... You go to jail for that. Oh. Well, remember, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. But now, there you go. There you now go. I want to clarify, I did not do that to anybody. No, you did not. Somebody who. So I. Friend. Aiden, 2006 is your year. And it was your first uh, All Ireland, wasn't it? It was my first All Ireland playing. Yeah. yeah. So I won 2003, but um, 2006 was my first one actually playing on the field of play. Like, so it was and you awesome. stopped Cork from getting the four in a row. Yeah, yeah, the three in a row. Yeah. Three in a row. Yeah, three three in a row yeah. As you can tell, the sport wouldn't be my forte. <laughs> you're, you're more Miss you Universe. You want to know about uh, tan there now? You'd be grand. I wouldn't blame you now for being more Miss Universe. But how old than, than were you sport. at the time? You were 20. I was about 23, yeah. yeah. 23 or so. I mean, yeah. that must have been overwhelming pressure. The day went really well for me. I remember on a Saturday, and I was remember saying, look, if I got 50 minutes out of it and I was taken off, I'd be happy. Mm. Job done. You know, togged out our Ireland day, did me a bit and was taken off. And just ended up kind of getting man in the match, but it wasn't about man in the match. <laughs> oh, it just happened. I just I just, I just, I just dropped that in there. But uh, absolutely, you're actually, right. You're right. <laughs> but it wasn't about that. It was just about talking out for Kenny and playing mm. on an Ireland final day. And it's, um, I suppose, it's about tradition. It's about culture. It's about Croke Park steps. Yeah. It's all the things that you'd see on television and. I suppose all those things that you were building up to since you were a kid. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And I'd be feeling a bit nostalgic about it now. It's all those years ago. But the only thing is, is that I started out, that was my kind of first I learned with Kilkenny and getting a man in the match. I started out at the very top. Yes. The only way forward was nearly to drop down. Go away, you know, so, uh, so, so I was a bit under pressure straight away. If you, if you were to compare the two, so say that day, yeah. waiting to go on in Crow Park, and then here in Ardmore waiting to go on obviously a different type of race but would you be just as nervous here yeah no it, for sure it's, it, there's a there's a very similar resemblance to both situations um, you know the heart be pumping there's adrenaline going there's a crowd outside there's 80,000 in Croke Park it's full but there's 300 in this studio and yeah. it's full as well and you kind of feed and off just about like, half a million people watching it on telly you know yeah, like, yeah yeah there is like um, and it's the same similar kind of feeling and it's the same buzz you get and when the crowd get on their feet like the, the crowd is on the Dance with the Stars are just superb like they really really enjoy it mm. they really got on their feet and I don't know about the rest of you but it really feeds into what I'm doing on the dance floor and you go that extra bit the extra level the dulcet voiced Father Ray uh, a very special night for you very very special James tonight absolutely yeah, because I'm actually dancing to a song my own voice singing the Hallelujah song which was the song that uh, has smashed YouTube records now and into, it's up to this now there's something like 73, 74 million or something Wow and then we have to talk about Britain's Got Talent That was an amazing experience Britain's Got Talent I had no intention but of doing it yeah. and I just felt that I didn't want to do it but and especially to go up and sing in front of Simon Cowell like mm. no way Jose no way it's strange you know that, that, that I think 
per, in a personal sense, I remember getting loads of emails from people what the song meant to them. And one lady mm. particularly sent an email to me who had been in chronic pain for many, many years. And she said, for some reason, I was up in the middle of the night with pain and I was ready to go. And she says, I switched on the, 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 my, my computer and I was going through YouTube and you came up and she says, I watched it. And she says, I cried and cried. And she says, a calmness come over me like the Holy Spirit, she says. And she says, you don't know that you've saved my life. I suppose it kind of um, highlights, and I suppose it's the two worlds colliding. Music is transformative. Yeah. And dance is transformative. Absolutely. Yeah. And now you're getting to dance in this new journey that you're on. Nice. I mean, not, not many uh, divas or divos <laughs> can say th- th- that they're dancing their own song. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really, really special. I mean, I'll be, I'll, be tr- I'll be trying to contain my emotions tonight. Absolutely, you know, because it will be very, very special, yeah. You're very special to us, Father Ray. Thank you. Very much, James. My pleasure. A huge thanks there to all of our celebs for telling us their stories. Oh, I tell you, I'm in love with each and every one of them. They're fabulous. Now, right, I think it's time for a little light relief. It is now time for the ultimate quiz, the glitter ball quiz, the part of the podcast that makes the pro dancers shake in their shoes. And this week, we've tracked down the mysterious... Robert Rowinski. Robert, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Always ready. Always ready. Okay, <laughs> Robert. Especially for quiz with you, you know. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, Robert's been living for this moment all season, I know. Okay, question one, Robert. Dancing with the Stars is based on what BBC TV programme? Strictly Come Dancing. Yes. Oh, my God. Fantastic. Lovely. In Dirty Dancing, why are there no close-ups of the actors outside? Because they were in water, no? But you're getting there, maybe. Like because of the lift? What would happen if you were in the water? What's happening when you're in the water? I don't know, I don't understand. But basically, their lips kept turning blue. Oh God, really? I know. And you know what's happening when you're in the water, when you're too long in the water? Yeah. Your skin shrinks. I know, everything shrinks. What is your favorite thing to do on your day off from Dancing with the Stars. I don't have a day off. Oh, I knew you'd say that! <laughs> I knew it! Oh my it. God. One day off, one day off would be like really helpful in this I know. program, yeah. But terrible. <laughs> no one works harder than Robert. Oh yeah. You're no. the hardest working man. I know, yeah. Yeah, I think so. You too, James. Oh, well, thank you, Robert. <laughs> we'll, we'll just build each other up. Okay. Your prize, Robert, because you got, you got two right, really, but we'll give you three. Okay. Your give prize you three. this week, should you choose to accept it, is an exclusive half-hour mindful meditation narrated with who? by our very own Julian Benson. Okay, no. Do I have any any, like uh, price? No, that's it. This is only this one. Yeah. Okay, you know I like Julian. I will just talk. Well, Robert, you're getting your mindful meditation, whether you like it or not. Okay, love it. (laughs) Narrated by Julian. Okay. Thank you. Okay, guys, literally straight off the dance floor, we have to say goodbye to Michael and Karen. Guys, oh, I'm bereft. I'm sad for the podcast as well, because you were brilliant, Michael. Thank you. Uh, Listen, we went down to Hoy. I felt 
it was a good dance with me tonight. Karen said it was my best dance, so yes, going on was. that, so I'm happy with that. The judges said it was my best dance, so I don't know why they didn't scrap I mean, me higher. Yeah, so. I mean, you said it briefly earlier on as well. You literally have gone out on such a good note. Karen, you must be delighted for Michael. I'm delighted that you actually got, you improved every week. So that's, as a teacher, that's kind of one of the things that you like to see. And yeah, it's sad to see him leave, but I'm happy that he went out and danced the best that he could okay. dance. And in terms of Dance with the Stars and the purpose of the show, you know, improve, show improvement and again Michael started off from literally scratch and yeah. to get out there and dance the full on tango like you did you should be very proud of yourself you, you, you literally as cliche as the word is but so true you had the journey yeah. absolutely yeah we were into week five here so looking at what I was what I had ahead of me and, and you know my other contestants I I felt what have we got there? I got medal. Karen, we, we actually won a medal today. There's another medal around your neck. Well, How many more can we fit? Now, in fairness, she answered all the questions today. Uh, but when I went, when I, when I, oh, yeah, Never. No. I would see one medal for the junior show. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> so, but like when I see what was ahead of us, I said, oh, we're in trouble now. So to get to week five, I'm happy. Amazing. Yeah. And uh, Michael, you'll be back, of course, for the final, if not before. And uh, what are you going to wear for the final? Because you're partial to the bit of clobber now. Partial to a bit of gold, alright. I mean, yes, uh, I, I wish they were going to change me black trousers or something tomorrow. You wanted Red gold trousers. leggings. That's yeah, he kept saying to me, Karen, can I wear gold leggings? Yeah. I says, would you stop it? I'm going to start the petition now. Karen Byrne will be the first signature. Michael Carruth in a gold spandex cat suit for the final. What do you think? Like, I think he'd look great. They'd probably do James Bond. I think gold he would look great. I think, right. We, we have a work cut out. wear one as well. Karen, it's a, it's, it's a promise. Okay, that's it. Today. Michael and Karen, you. thank you so much. Uh, thank you, this guy. Well. What an emotional week. Honestly, I can't cope. The celebs were used to them wearing sequins, but this week they wore their hearts on their sleeves. And not only that, but we have to say goodbye to the legend that is Mr. Michael Carruth. Honestly, we're going to miss him so much. But as if the drama would end there. No, no, it's switch up week next week. And the show is moving for one week only to Saturday night at 6.35, which means our podcast will be out on Sunday. What a way to spend your Sunday. I tell you, I for one cannot wait for next week. We'll see you then. My name is Michelle. Um, I'm here tonight to support my brother Brian. Um, I think tonight's show was absolutely amazing. I think all the contestants here tonight, the commitment they've been given over the last couple of weeks, and I've seen it through Brian, what it takes. Um, the walk down memory lane this week as well was just something else, a great mix of emotions and memories. And, you know, God has given us a chance to uh, know the celebrities more. Well, that was a fantastic night tonight some real changes um, in the leaderboard and we're facing a big change next week because next week is switch up week